Hello, this is Micaela and this is Maricela and together we are Las Manas. We are two Latina sisters who transform social justice issues into healing conversations. We had the privilege and the honor to have our best friend visit us from Dubai and she's been living in Dubai for a year and so we're very excited to bring her on this episode and before that um, we before we release the interview that we had with her we want to do a quick intro to who our best friend is. Nancy Castro MBA is a confidence coach and published author. She created the one-on-one program, Keys to Confidence, which focuses on empowering women to reignite the belief in their inner power and unlock their potential to recreate their life story. After a highly successful career in human resources, she founded the Center of Confidence based in Dubai. Her training programs and bespoke courses help to remove limiting beliefs while instilling new levels of confidence. Nancy experienced multiple transformations that have allowed her to be a beacon of hope for others through overcoming shyness, divorce, body shame, and then ultimately manifesting a power partner. She has achieved metamorphosing awakening in which she found her gifts to help others. During a pivotal trip to France, she experienced a metaphysical and spiritual renewal. There she found her sacred gifts and accepted her self-worth and she found a sense of peace that has been previously buried by the relentless self-doubt. Nancy is proud to call herself an agent of global change. Ooh, so fancy. I like that. She specializes in leadership, entrepreneurship, mindfulness, and relationships via her unique coaching approach. Nancy has been featured on the Huffington Post. We'll put the link to the Huffington Post in our show notes as well. And uh, it was so exciting and so much fun. I had a lot of fun having this episode So I just finished editing the interview with Nancy and it was such an easy edit. It was by far the quickest and fastest editing process ever. There were minimal edits because we were in our element. We had so much fun together. Um, It was just a really, really good experience. So we hope that you also feel that in listening to this episode. If you're also going through some troubling and uh, moments and or just feeling just negative feelings, I think this episode definitely made me laugh several times. And so um, a lot of times, actually. So I hope that that can also brighten up your day a little bit and get some laughter into your life. It was so awesome to do this interview with Nancy. Ever since I can remember, Nancy always smiled. She just brought this beautiful gift of joy into my life. And that's why I think I was so attracted to her. And now as an adult, um, seeing how her energy continues to shine is just awesome. You know, being in the room and doing the recording, reminiscing on those old moments, really right in that day. And it was a reminder that we are always blessed with amazing people. And Nancy 
definitely exemplifies that. So it was an honor and a true privilege to be around her and do this recording and hear those golden nuggets. So I hope that you enjoyed this recording as much as I enjoyed it and being reminded of what the power of friendship, humanity, joy, and love can do in our lives. Okay, so we'll go straight into the interview with Nancy. Hope you like it. Woohoo! I'm just filled with so much energy because I am surrounded by two amazing women, one of which is Micaela, as you know, of course, and then we have our amazing, special, beautiful, uplifting friend, sister, gosh, everything you can think of, <laughs> um, Nancy Castro, and she is visiting us from Dubai, and she is in Idaho right now, and we have the privilege of having her on our show today. And we're just super blessed. We're excited to see what we're going to talk about and share. And our topic is going to be focused on empowering and uplifting women. This is a very special month because this is Nancy's birthday month. We're going to celebrate her birthday and talk about our memories that we had with her and some of the amazing qualities that we witnessed in her life. Um, and the qualities that she has helped us grow in our life. So we're excited for this. Yeah, we're so excited. Nancy has been one of our best friends, which is interesting because um, us two sisters, Marisela and Micaela, Las Manas, have one of, have a mutual close best friend, and it's Nancy. And um, we have been this trio since forever. How many years of friendships? friendship has it been gosh I, I will say I what, met you like in, you probably I met you in yeah, junior high yeah when you first moved maybe when you first moved it from California yeah. to Idaho I was like 11 12, 12. I was gonna say 12. Yes, yes I was like 11 12 when 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 I moved here and yeah it is it's been that long that we've shared so and now we're in, our, <laughs> we're in our mid-30s hey I'm not so what age are you today well today I don't know. I feel like I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that, is, was that question supposed to be like that or actually how old No, are we? she's just feeling 18. So we're going to let her just be, <laughs> just be yeah. very, um, how do you say it? You know what? I will Useful? say. Yes. <laughs> That's one thing with Mari. I think when we were younger, she was always acted like the older one. She was always the mother in, in our relationship with us three, anywhere we went. So I'm going to give her this one. I'm going to let her feel yeah. 18. Okay, you're 18. Just to enjoy it for today, so it's okay. Enjoy it. Let, let it go. Let that inner child out, <laughs> yes. I am. I am. Because you know what? I always had to keep both of you girls in check. That was the only reason why. <laughs> girl has gone out of her mind she's losing it but it's we okay. were we're all we were always good girls we just of course had the strict one in the in the group and that was Marisela all of the time yes she was always checking oh my goodness okay <laughs> so I'm gonna we're gonna start real quick um how we well we met in school and we're actually not blood related but you know we're a big Mexican family so if your <laughs> family or your your family to a cousin um, 
you still consider them primas or primos. Um, so she is related to one of our second cousins, and yeah, you know, it's all family. It's all we family. All know each other. <laughs> <laughs> but we also had something very in common, which is so interesting because we started. We were all. We both grew up in very strict Catholic homes. Yes. Very very strict Catholic homes, and we formulated this really strong bond and friendship in church. Yes. Right? A hundred percent. So we were like little monquitas. We were little nuns <laughs> in the choir. And um, Nancy and I were always the ones messing around. And remember, this is, we, true. <laughs> this this is, is exactly true. why I needed to be here. <laughs> you were the balance. Exactly. I, I think Ed and I were a little bit more free-spirited. No, no, Free-spirited, yeah, free atrevidas. You were a little bit more on the conservative side. Keeping us in check. Okay. I think you were. Because if we laughed, you were very, like, girls. Well, you girls would be laughing in the middle of, like, a said mass. And you'd be laughing <laughs> in the middle of mass. Come on, really? <laughs> we, would, we, we, wouldn't even, we didn't even know what we were laughing at. No. We were just laughing. And she would give us this look, like your mom gives you in church. <laughs> and she'd be like, muchachas, portense bien. <laughs> I will never forget that. That was like her everyday thing. We knew she was going to put us in check if we were going to be falling off the rail. So, well, one memory I do have was when it was Holy Thursday and we were on the top. Eramos las monaguías. We were at the top. Monaguías? Like, (laughs) no. Choir. The choir? No, this was another time in Burley. I don't remember us being monaguías. Well, <laughs> okay, I do remember this. This is her memory. Yeah, actually, she just claimed her memory. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, we it was Holy Thursday. I think it was Padre um, from Basque, Basque country. Juan, Juan Garatea, at Little Santa Teresita. So, they had the celebration. We were monaguillas. We were up there. And someone started laughing, one of you two, and we were just, like, on this laughing. But it was laughing spree, but everyone could see us because we were at the top. And I remember, like, oh, my goodness, like, I had to turn around away from you girls because if not, I was going to start laughing. <laughs> but that's, like, one memory I have. I really do. <laughs> okay, so my memory of that Holy Thursday, it wasn't Holy Thursday. It was, like, um, like... What is it, Good Friday, when yeah. we do the whole play and everything? And we weren't one of yes, We were actually one of the women who were yes. supposed to be wailing crying. and crying <laughs> when Jesucristo passed by. And like, seriously, I, and this was not even in Burley. This is in Rupert. <laughs> right? It was in Rupert. And uh, we were wailing and screaming and acting like, you know, it was just the saddest day ever. The saddest day um, in the Catholic world, in the Christian world. And um, we could not stop laughing. And I was like thinking, oh my God, I'm going to go to hell because I am laughing while Jesucristo is passing here. And I was thinking like, think of something sad, think of something sad so I can concentrate. And I could not stop laughing. Remember that? I was even sweating. You know when you're just... We had the the Vicks under our eyes <laughs> so that we could like get teary eyed but that didn't help because I remember putting it on and it was like stinging our eyes but like we had to do it because it was like okay we need to be crying we were not in any kind of mood to be crying 
but the the laughing I think was just so much like <laughs> it was that it was like an attack because I could not stop and anything I thought of I was pinching myself I remember like <laughs> I need to pinch it maybe I could feel some pain <laughs> I <laughs> think that'll yeah. make me cry like so Christ's death wasn't enough for <laughs> I know it wasn't it was moment. so bad but it's uh, true I know and that that was it every Sunday ooh, that was that was what we did and we were always laughing about nothing yeah. and Marisela was always telling us what we can do and what we cannot do can cannot do this is true but I think that was our outlet I will mm-hmm. say that mm-hmm. I think now as like I've grown up and you know years later I say that that was our outlet to express our, to even just have a moment to ourselves because of the fact that we grew up in such a strict household that we there was no choice it was you do what they say and that's it we there was no say you had no voice and crazy enough we were in the choir which I think mm-hmm. that allowed us to have our own voice and being able to embrace that because if church was the only way we were able to get out and enjoy it and embrace it but then then we were going to do it and we did but at the same time, I feel like it was our like playtime as well because at home it was back to grind mode and whether it was cooking, cleaning, homework. chores, homework, you know, where it was like mm-hmm. that was like the only time we had to like let loose and that we actually got to hang out with friends because see, no, forget it. Like, yeah, we, we grew up in a home where we couldn't even go to like a football game. No, unless if our primos. Not even that. I remember one time we weren't allowed to go and we would say who it. I mean, I'm not to say that we never did, but it was really hard to go out without having some kind of, um, I don't know. Like, it was everything we did, we tried to attach it to church. So yes. it kind of gave us more of a freedom, like, hey, we're going to church. And so much so that um we would go to church we would go to the morning mass in one town and then we would drive drive 15 20 minutes to the next town because we were part of that choir and part of the youth group there and then we yes. all I mean we were we that would be in day. church all day yeah. long but it was fun yeah mm-hmm. it was fun and we didn't realize at that moment now thinking about it in retrospect and how how we all talk about religion now, it's completely changed in our lives. We're I think more spiritual beings, but at that moment, not even it wasn't even about the religion. It wasn't about being strict religious people. Yeah, I agree. But it was just more that outlet that we that was, was our time to have fun. It was that was our only outlet, and so. But I think you know that's basic in a Mexican, in a small town. One, two Mexican family. Three, very conservative. So that was the only outlet. That was the only way out. So, but we embraced it. And I think those are some of the best memories, Mm -hmm. which I think allowed me to stay grounded. Like that was my, when anything happened, I knew, you know what? I can ask the girls to pray for me. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever you guys were going through something, it was like, okay, let's all pray together. And I can honestly say I don't think I have that connection with very many people, but I think because since we were young, we would literally rely on each other like, oh, like you're going through something. Okay, I'll pray for you. Like that was our, that's all we knew. That's all we knew. We didn't know about anything else. And so I think 
that was one of the ways that we were able to stay grounded. And not only that, but just that was our form of expression. To me, that was my beginning steps into now what I understand, spirituality. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And also the relationships that were formed within us but also with the people that we were surrounded around, like the people we were with all the yes. time. We formed some amazing relationships that to this day, we I stay in contact with a lot of them. Um, maybe not so frequently, but there is some sort of bond, like the special bond that if I see them, we hug each other and it's like, yeah. yes, we know what we did together. We recorded a CD. We would do Oh retreats. my gosh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, I still haven't made it to the top 10. <laughs> or we haven't made it to the top 10. Well, I haven't. Again, again, here we go. First story. <laughs> but we're getting there. We're getting there. But in all reality, it was those beautiful relationships that we formed um, that I just, I really appreciate. Yeah. And all the retiros we went to. Yes. The recording of that CD. It was a, it was a Cantos Catolicos or something <laughs> like that. I can't it remember was. the name of the CD. I can't believe none of us kept a copy. Like, I think how I probably think do, but yeah. who has CD players? I don't I, know. <laughs> I don't know. Amy, I don't even know where that CD is at. I'm going to have to ask my compadre. My compadre was the one that had the whole studio yes, recording. I remember that. That was that was a good that was a good time that was a good time and then we got asked to go sing to different places remember we got asked to go do some caroling and we did some christian music yes we were up on stage we were on stage and we all had to wear (laughs) we had to wear a black long skirt and a white shirt and then that same day of course we used the excuse that we were recording something for church because again that was the only way we were able to go out um, but we said the recording or the event, the caroling event was going to take till like midnight. And what we did is we got a, a different change of clothes. <laughs> oh and gosh. after we got off stage, we got into the car. We pulled up to Fiesta Mexicana, <laughs> which is like the only dance place in Rupert, yes. in this small little town. And nos cambiamos rápido, pusimos yeah, like our fiesta. fiesta. <laughs> and I remember what you wore. You wore something that was like this blue little tank top and it was like super sparkly remember that i don't remember no. what i wore i remember i changed because i was so scared like oh my gosh what if anybody tells my mom they saw me here and who did we go see like uh something siete like it was a banda a costa? no a, a no Angel. i can't uh, remember anyway it was a band that we went to go see yeah it was Oh my gosh, the oh crazy memories! And we, but we had fun. We went, we would we go did. to dances all the time, and we would have fun. That was, and it was always out. with the church group. Yes, you know, hundred percent. Every time we were at a dance, we were always with the church group. I mean, even that dance with the padre when we went to, I think it was somebody's quinceanera that he was like, "Come." We ended up going to the quinceanera, and even the priest was taking us out to dance, and I was oh, like... Oh, that was Ruben and Maddie's wedding. Yes. Or something. It was somebody's wedding, somebody's but yeah, wedding. we definitely yeah. did. Like, Yeah, we had did. some great, great memories growing up here, and I remember the day you graduated from high school. Remember we took photos in yes. the parking lot? It was we kind of like this ending, like we thought the world was going to end. <laughs> I, I At least I felt yeah. like that, because this trio was going to be broken up because she was leaving. Um, and, okay, disclaimer, Nancy's the oldest one out of the class. <laughs> yes, she is. 
disclaimer number two. We're going to have a lot of disclaimers in this recording. So Nancy's the oldest, then it's Mari, then it's Micaela. And um, I remember we were in the parking lot and... Remember we cried and we took photos. You still have yeah, those photos. Yeah, I still have those photos because the rest of the photos I took after that, my eyes are like totally red and like swollen. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And you gave us a CD. I do remember that. Yes, I did. She gave us a CD. CD. And there is one um, song there of, I, who was it? I believe I can fly. I, it was I believe I can fly. I think it was. I think I that's think the one. Is that I R can't Kelly? remember. Oh, yes, I, it is. It is. He's R so Kelly. problematic now. <laughs> um, but I think that was one. And there's another one that celebrates friendship. And I remember I was so, your your cousin uh, Martin. Yeah. He recorded it for you. Or he back in the day you had to uh, download yes. the music and then burn it on to burn it up to <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. We know that you were the one that did that. And I, every time I listen to that song, I it just takes me back to those moments when I would, it was almost like a breakup, you know, yeah. I would put that CD on and I would cry oh, and I would cry yeah. when you're off to college. You know what other song was Hero from Mariah Hero, Carey? Hero, yes. From Mariah Carey. That was one. The Lean On Me was another the one. The Lean On Me, Lean that's on me. the one. I remember I heard it not too long ago and I was at... Uh, I think Walgreens and it was up on the intercom intercom. and that's when you were going through some tough moments in Dubai so we'll talk a little bit about why she's in Dubai Um, and I was like oh my god I'm feeling nasty I gotta call her (laughs) (laughs) that was the song I was like trying to think of all I'm like yeah but it's been so long it's just but yes I did I remember recording those songs and yes Dubai has been um, a completely different journey, I will say, because of the fact that this is an Idaho girl, Mm. which then moved to L.A. And L.A. was like the my dream come true. Like, oh, my gosh, Mm. I made it to the city. And crazy enough, what I've been in Dubai now for a year. Mm, Already. Uh, It's already been a year. (laughs) I know it's been so fast. Uh, obviously for those that know, I mean, I went there to follow the love of my life. Aww. And so, yes. Shout out to <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> we love you, Matthew. Yes. Good people. So he, you know, we, out, it was one year of long distance relationship and then, you know, the moving. And I will say, I mean, now being there, being able to do what I love to do, but the the trip itself, I think, was what it. Re- I underestimated the move because I've done a lot of moves. I even in college, I moved to Mexico. I've done big moves where I was like, I did it on my own. I'm gonna be a hundred percent okay. But this was completely different because I underestimated a move across the world, unknown culture, rules, laws, a relationship. Like everything was new. And that was a big, big, it broke me down, but at the same time, it was a chance for me to recreate myself in a new way because that little Idaho girl mentality is like, it hit me while being there. Like, what am I going to do here? Like, I need to go home. Like, what am I thinking? But it finally just, it allowed me to like become somebody completely different because I was recreating. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to say it was easy. And I think for many of us that go through big life changes, 
it's not always easy, but we don't know how to like express it or we don't even know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And we're like, I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going through changes. I'm depressed. And you're like, no, I mean, you, you feel like you are, but it's, you're just recreating yourself. You're getting to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, I deserve this. I'm in a new place. This is enjoy the journey. And I think we forget to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been, we haven't been, we haven't lived in the same town since that day in high school parking lot, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. after that, you went to college. Then you went to New Mexico for college. Um, and then you moved to LA. So we haven't lived in the same place since. What year did you graduate in? 2001? Oh 2001. 2001. 2001. 2001. 2001. Yeah. Her um, and my, she lived with my cousin Marisol. We can just get on the plane and, and see each other. And we would see each other frequently. Yes, you yeah. know, or you would come and visit your family. So we would see each other. Yeah, I think that's the part it, it you do realize mentally. You're geographically across the world and you do feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. The time difference, everything else, you do feel it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about why you're in Dubai. What do you do in Dubai? What's oh, going on over there? Wow, let me tell you. No, honestly, I will say what I love to do, and this is a great opportunity, the fact that I'm able to be there and do exactly what I love, which is, you know, I do confidence coaching. And I love doing it because for me, it was what hindered me throughout my life and mm. through even my career where my confidence completely broke me down in relationships. I didn't feel good enough to be with somebody who was either in a different status as I was uh, in so many different ways. Uh, Body-wise, where I could see, especially in LA, everybody's like perfect bodies and you're like, oh, okay, I don't have that and I don't have this. But being able to embrace yourself through Mm -hmm. all of that that takes some work to do. Um, I mean, so many different things. I mean, for those that uh, know me or that they don't, I mean, they've known I had a death in my family with my little sister, then divorce, and it was just like downhill for me. And I hit a point where I said, okay, I need help. I've hit, I'm at zero. And this is why they, like a, a topic like this is so important because empowering women, when you have nothing left and you can uplift somebody else, it almost comes back to you like tenfold because when you see somebody smile after you tell them something that they didn't even expect, you feel like their gratitude and their appreciation and it just fills you up. So it's almost like a a cycle. So for those, that's why for me, this became everything because when I'm seeing women come and I'm talking to them about confidence building and in whatever area they want, it becomes, they change. They're not the same woman when they leave. And to see that kind of transformation, it's priceless. It's fulfilling and it's, it's exciting to see what a woman can do when she finds herself and finds that inner power, she becomes unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that is awesome. And if I could add to that, like a memory that I have of feeling empowered 
you know, by, like you said, it comes back to you when you feel empowered. You're like, I want to go do this for someone else. Two memories that I have of you was one when I was running my first marathon in Phoenix, Arizona. Marisol and I were running. Um, we were at Menos, uh, a condo downtown. And I remember the doorbell ring. Someone came in. I was getting ready. Open the door, and there's Nancy. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here? I think that was my words or something yes, similar to that. Yes, yes, I yes. was like, what? And, like, my friend had traveled. She had flown from L.A. to Phoenix to come and support us in this marathon. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was just beyond words. It was so exciting. And that was like, wow. I mean, talk about friendships and just being there for one another and supporting each other in the midst of that. Yes. What's the other memory? The other memory that I have, oh my gosh, this one, wow. This one was when I was going through my divorce. And I remember I was in the living room and I was crying and the doorbell rang once again. And I see your mom and right behind your mom is you. And I was in in Boise at the time and Nancy was in LA and I was like, Oh my gosh. And this moment was, um, a moment in my life where I felt like the world had crumbled down on me. Like that's how I felt. I had no more energy, no more power. I mean, I was just not in my element whatsoever, but seeing you come through that door, like I'll never forget, like just, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, everything is going to be okay. And like, yes, my sisters were there. My aunts were there. My mom was there. But it was like, oh my gosh, my friend, like my best friend just came. Like she heard what happened and she showed up at the doorstep and we did so much. We don't have to go into all the details, but there was so much that happened those three, four days. And oh my goodness. Gosh, thank you. I do. Thank you. It was long organizing everything we had to organize. And, but you know what? That's where the friendships are. Mm. This is, this is why, you know, we've gone through everything. Yeah. We've gone through some divorces, some deaths in the family. We've gone through births. Um, and we got to some marriages. Yes. So another one, it's interesting <laughs> how we show up to the doorstep like when yes. we need it because. Yes. So so one of the memories I have of of being with Nancy during um some difficult times mm-hmm. was when uh, your little sister passed away, and I remember it was in December and it was the end of my semester and I could not absolutely could not rearrange my school schedule to do um my finals and I tried and I couldn't and I felt just horrible that I couldn't be there but in February Mm -hmm. I was able to get some time off and I remember um we 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 figured it out so you didn't know that we were gonna go and that was Marisol and I and we showed up to your doorstep and um somebody opened the door and then they told you, hey, Nancy, look who's here. And you were watching TV and you had this gray sweater on and you had the hoodie on. <laughs> oh you gosh. had some sweats. I mean, you were going through some really dark times. Yeah, I was. And you turned around and you saw me mm. and you just went on your knees and you couldn't even get up. And it was just this beautiful moment. Like we just cried and we cried together and... 
I thought that was just so beautiful. And I and it felt like a reconciliación conmigo because I couldn't be there for you during yeah. like the, the worst moments in your life. But um, it was just beautiful. And we yeah. had such a good time those we days. Did. Whatever you wanted to do. <laughs> and we were, and our cousin Marisol is always, <laughs> she's been a, like another element into this she relationship. Has. You know, it's been <laughs> us three. And, and she's then, like the fire. <laughs> and she comes in and she she has just fit right into this group. And yeah. we mm-hmm. have so much fun together. Mm-hmm. We have so much fun. And we had a lot of fun those days we were there we that weekend. Did. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think, you know, when you think about it, and I think it's one of those the low points where you really think about it. Like, that's why for me, the friendships, like, especially friendships like this, no matter where you're at in the world, like we have still managed to be there. Even when we haven't spoken in maybe a month or two that we're like, oh my gosh, we have to reconnect. But we reconnect and it's like, oh, like you almost feel like, okay, everything's going to be okay. Like I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But because we started that solid foundation from years and years ago, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about even like a different generation that's growing up. And I feel like, they're missing that element. Like when you think about all these little friendships that are built and it's so superficial and who has what and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And they're so focused on what they look like and Instagram now. I mean, we didn't even have that when we were growing up. So Mm -hmm. that was like the least of our worries. But I feel like we were more in the present moment. Like we really enjoyed, even if we were just in the yard laying Mm -hmm. out a blanket but at least we were there laughing or doing talking, talking about our problems, venting, whatever. But I feel like the generation now is like missing that part. Connection. 100%. Connection, 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 connection. They're missing it. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that point too. Um, I, well, you're, while you're thinking about that, one other thing I remember we're talking about connection was when we were in high school. And I think that was like an interesting state for both of us because I think at that point, or maybe you were already in Burley, you had transitioned from Minico, but that was in junior high. But anyways, I felt like both of us had our friends um, and we could talk to a variety of people. Like yes. our friends ranged, but I, me personally, I never felt like I fit into one particular group. So I felt like an outcast and I feel and correct me if I'm wrong, that you were also in that same sphere yes. with your older, you know, the older, the older kids in Cross, case. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't remember having a solid friendship with anybody in my grade. I spoke to everybody, mm-hmm. but it was never like you weren't part of a clique no, or a group. No, not mm-hmm. at all. Same here. I mean, other than the family cliques, but that was by <laughs> them. They didn't have by a default. choice by default. Going back to what I was sharing about us feeling like these out but there was this connection where even we participated in certain things whether it was BPA or even when we would have lunch together it was like it was us too (laughs) maybe a couple of other people but it was like in the midst of feeling out we were still in because we had each other if that makes sense like that's kind of like that's what I always remember like Nancy was always there we were always together yeah yeah And, and it's crazy because I feel we have all grown and molded into our own personalities Mm -hmm. and our own voices but we're each so passionate about what we do Mm -hmm. that it's like this you know when I have to talk when somebody talks about you know anything related to what Micaela does 
it's like, oh my gosh, like you can hear it in your voice, Mikala, when you're so passionate about something. And I'm like, oh my word, like, yes, she's, that's her thing. When it's you, Maricela, that are, you're talking about what you love or what you're so passionate about. And I feel like we all have that in common, but it all is empowering women in our own way mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everybody's doing it in our own way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest like blessings that there could be because if we do that in our normal everyday lives we're also like being able like when we come together it becomes something completely different because I cannot think of any time that I've been hanging around with like you girls that I can think like oh I feel like crap Mm. like oh I don't really feel like this is like they're just there never like Mm -hmm. I feel like as soon as it's there it's like I'm uplifted somehow Mm -hmm. some way shape or form and I feel like we've done that for each other in the many different phases of our lives that we've had where we've been able to be there for one another but you can't and it's crazy to think because you know the saying um you know the five people that you hang out with the most like that's that's your net worth and I think about it and I'm like there's no way like I never felt like I would never get over a problem because I knew that you girls were going to be there. Like, I just, it was just a given. I never had to think about it, mm-hmm. ever. And I think that's what I wanted to talk about, that because of this connection we've had with one another, um, I want to make, I would love for everybody to have, to have that connection. And how can we multiply this connection we have here mm. outside of this? Like, this is sacred. This is special. Yes. But how can we also do that with other women? You know, how can we continue uplifting other women? And I think we live in a society where women are pitted against each other, mm-hmm. you know, yes. like, I, ella se cree muy acá because ya empezó su negocio, y ay, mírala acá porque ya se casó, or what, oh, porque compró una casa, ya se cree muy acá, whatever it is, I feel that there's this animosity against other women, and when we can continue to embrace and celebrate other women, yes. I mean, stuff magical magic happens Mm -hmm. magic happens when we all embrace each other and I know we all in our own ways have started our own little businesses or our own little projects they're similar in nature but different because Nancy brings a different element to what she's doing Maricela brings a different element to what she's doing and I bring a different element to what what I'm doing and we never once have felt like uh threatened never. by each other's success yes i've never at least i've never felt that i actually feel empowered and when we were talking about this on the way over here i go i feel like it's so easy sometimes to compare ourselves and i've gone there yeah i've gone there but i've also said look at what's working for her i want to try that too versus like oh look at where she's at and look at where i'm at and it does it has happened in my lifetime but in all honesty, I think with in this relationship, it's really helped me like, oh my gosh, like it's been an, an inspiration for me. And I think if we can do that with other women in our life, when we see some a woman excelling, congratulate her, first of all, congratulate her and go, what can I learn from her and adapt it to my business, to my model, to what I'm doing? And not to say that you have to change who you are because you are who you are, unique and beautiful, just the way you are. But if there's something that is drawing you in, 
ask yourself, how can I also embrace that part, but still being me and in honoring who I am? And that's honestly the biggest part. And I was just going to talk about that, especially me being in Dubai. I think that's Mm -hmm. where this has been It hit home because you see other women and they're excelling at what they do. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, And you start feeling less than Mm -hmm. me being a confidence coach. That was a massive like eye-opening experience because I thought, wait a minute, I can look at that woman and say, ah, oh, why is she up there? Like, why can't I be there? Mm. Or I can say, you know what? And you said it. It's what is she? Wow. Like I admire that that woman is rising. Like props to her because you know what? The world is abundant and it's mm. also going to be like that for me. Yes. And yes. to keep that yes. as like my Yes, I totally agree with you. And I also get the part of what can I learn from this person and how can I adapt some of those ideas, adapt them, because you also don't want to um, take away other people's ideas, but Mm -hmm. adapt them so it fits your personality, it fits your business, your project, because in the end, even if you did similar uh, projects or similar uh, businesses, you're going to attract different clientele. That's it. Yes. You attract different type of clientele based off of your 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 energy, based off of like Personality. personalities, your stories, your stories. Other people are going to resonate differently. Mm-hmm. So it's not about, oh, she's going to take my group of people or she's going to take my clientele because we live in a world of abundance. We yes. do. And that's the biggest part. Abundance. You said it. And in I will say it because I went through my version of that where I thought, well, they, she already took that kind of business. She already took that kind of business. So there's nothing left for me. So, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And it's this worry. But that is when you can easily shift your mindset and you say, stop. Let me honor what I'm feeling. Yes, I'm feeling a bit jealous. Be be honest with yourself. Yes, right. You have to be honest with yourself. Yes, you know what? You check are in. Feeling, check in. Yes, I am feeling jealous. Okay, why? Because I'm feeling like that possibility may not be there for me. Okay, well then shift that, Nancy. What empowering thought can you use for yourself Mm. to shift that for you? And I thought, okay, you know what? It's true. I believe in abundance. I believe that there is enough for everybody. So why am I feeling like that? And it was like, okay, well then shift the attention to the world is abundant. And look at her. If she was able to do it, so can I. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait until it happens to me. And that shifted my energy and my attention into allow myself to allow to empower other women because if I already feel like crap, it is hard for me to think, oh, I'm going to go empower somebody. I'm not even empowered myself. Mm. But when you are able to look at somebody and say, okay, what do I admire about that person? You know what? It's her drive. Like she is so committed mm-hmm. to herself and her growth. That's awesome because I know I can do the same. And using that as an inspiration instead of, oh, how is it that she's making? And you're right, especially when you're seeing somebody else. Ay, ya compraron casa. Ay, de seguro. You know, like, it's an immediate, like, ah, they probably did this. And, well, duh, they come from that kind of money. Right. You know, like, there's always that thing. And you're just like, no, it's also available for you, too. You just have to mentally put yourself in that vibration and that change of mindset to say, hey, you know what? I love that that girl over there is in such great shape. Mm. She looks awesome. She's dedicated and she's committed to her health. 
And I love that because I can choose to do that myself too. And I can't wait to get on that journey. Like do you can even feel mm -hmm. the difference of when you're doing that versus I I thought they're yeah. doing her thing again. Yeah. And it feels so different. And I think that's a big part of as women, you're right. Se ve una con la otra and you're immediately like, oh, she did her hair. Oh my gosh, why did she have to cut it like that? No. You know what? She is doing, she's being herself. Mm -hmm. She loves it like that. Enjoy it. Embrace it. On you go. And I also think with the shifting, there comes this worthiness. Yes. If, if as women, we don't feel worthy enough, then that's where it's so much easier to start comparing and start feeling bad for ourselves or going into a victim mode. Or threatened. Or threatened. Yes. And it's like, I don't feel worthy. And sometimes it's like, Sometimes we don't say it consciously or unconsciously, but I'm saying this because I've gone through my unworthiness stages and now it's like, okay, I'm feeling unworthy. Why do I feel unworthy? Like asking myself those deep questions, like, why do I feel unworthy? Why do I feel less than this person? And getting real, getting authentic, getting raw with myself and being able to like, to like tear it apart and go, okay, this is what's happening here. And really beginning to tap into like, okay, what can I do to help shift that? Go through my pity party if I need to at that moment and honor, honor yeah. that space that I'm in. Yeah. You know what? Right now, I don't feel worthy. I don't feel good enough. But that's not going to be my story anymore. I'm going to tell myself a new story. And what story am I going to rewrite? And that's where the power comes back within ourselves. And that's where we can empower each other. We don't know Nancy's story. Nancy didn't wake up one day and there was a crown on her head and everything was perfect. Yeah, yeah. And she shows up in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I exactly. mean, believe me, we've gone through some life struggles. Yes. Like, even though we were these perfect little girls, yep. Catholic little girls in the choir. I mean, we've gone through a whole different life journey with lows. Like, literally, we've seen each other, I think, at all oh. at one point on our knees yeah. just crying and crying because we could not do it anymore we could not get up we couldn't get up but we helped we got it because we were we were there for each other yes. um and it it's not it's not beautiful and it's always a bed of roses it's it's we've had our lows and our highs yeah and so nancy's in dubai but she's gone through a lot. And even in Dubai, yeah. you're going through your own stuff just as you're talking about. Yes. And another thing with comparing each other and your worthiness, I think also as adult women, if you don't have that connection with another woman and you're trying to find friendships, mm. because that's what I want to do. That was my main goal this year is to form a strong sisterhood. And I have it on my vision board. If you, I think I recorded it on Instagram once. <laughs> my vision board is yeah. to bring women together and embrace them and uplift them. Um, and when you're a grown woman trying to form those friendships, it's kind of hard to surpass all of those social uh, messages and norms that you have to abide by. You have to be the prettiest one. You have to be the most elegant one. Or you have to, you know, the have most followers the, on Instagram. Yeah, and it's not about that. And so what I'm really trying to do is embrace, if they're not, it's not more about like, what can I learn from them? Like, so I can incorporate in my projects or my businesses and things like that. But um, it's about embracing whatever it is that they're doing. Like, mm. If you got your master's, oh my gosh, 
congratulations. If you got a new job, freaking congratulations. Yes. If you had a new child, congratulations. Like also uplift that motherhood too. Yes. Um, if you got engaged, like any life, big life moments, we need to embrace those things and just celebrate. Yes. Instead yes, of yes. going in that that negative space of oh look at what she has and then that's just a projection of what you, you don't wish have you had. or you wished you had yes. you know and it's not about them it's more about you yes. and so I'm really trying to reach mm. out to those other people that I don't know personally but there we have mutual friends. And I want to connect and say, hey, congratulations. And I hope that, and I think when we do that genuinely, people fill people's energy. So I believe that 100%. But, but it's hard if, you, if the other person who's received that compliment still feels that that, that genuine compliment isn't really genuine. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Like people do read into your energy, but at the same time, there's a lot of guarding. Like, mm, what does she want from me? Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, of course. Because when you start making it to the, I mean, you know it, when you start making it to the top as you're climbing the ladder, all of a sudden people that never really spoke to you before, all of a sudden start reaching out and it is hard to decipher is this a genuine connection or what is it? Or are you thinking what's in it for me? If you rise, what's in it for me? And it is hard to decipher which one, but I, you know what it is. It's, it's being able to feel, I think we don't feel enough. We think yes. too much. We're yes. thinking all the time in our heads. We yes. overthink, we overanalyze. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. But it's being able to actually sit in your heart space. And when I say sit in your heart space, it's actually putting your hand over your heart and just Asking yourself, what is it that I'm feeling in this situation? Oh, because the truth is in your heart. I've had to do it for myself when I see other women rising and I'm like, why am, Why is it bothering me? But the only way I can get an answer is I, I literally place my hand over my heart and I'm like, okay, what emotion is it that's coming up? Is it jealousy? Is it is it disappointment because I haven't gotten there? Like, what is it? Once I find out what that is, then I can fix it. Then I can switch. But if I'm still in my head, I can't. I can't find the answer. Right. When you go to the root of the of the, Problem. the issue, right? When you go to the root of it, and that's when, when it's hard to have authentic uh, conversations with other people. It's even more difficult to have authentic relation or authentic conversations with yourself. Yes. Like those are the hardest ones. Oh yeah. It's like oh, we're not gonna look at that right now we're just gonna go do something else <laughs> i have laundry i have dishes yes. I have other homework email going back to what you said about women like sometimes not being able to receive that genuine that give and that take um kind of like that yin and that yang also being reminded that that's not our responsibility because yeah, everyone's going through their own journey so if this person isn't ready to receive the message, then that's okay. Because how many times do we receive compliments? You're such a beautiful woman. You are gorgeous. And we're like, thank you. You're beautiful too. Like we immediately, <laughs> we, we've talked about, yes. we've talked about this. Yes. We immediately have to give a compliment back. When can we, I think the shift comes in when we, when we just embrace it mm -hmm. and smile and say, thank you. 
Thank you. So that's a journey for them, and we're also learning, and we have no control over them. Yes. Okay, do you guys know why I love this friendship? Because we have these conversations, (laughs) and we help each other figure it out, and we're just not like... Not pussy. Not pussy. (laughs) It's like we really get to deep conversations. I just love it. I'm I'm having a moment right now. Yes. Yes. This is, honestly, this is one of the things. And you know what? Once you have it, once you get a taste of genuine, soulful relationships, when you have anything else, it doesn't feel fulfilling. Like even my partner, like, I, that's something I always dreamed of is having that deep soulful connection with my partner because what if friendships move and grow and all these things I want to have it mm-hmm. and I do and I can tell you it is the best thing ever because this is what happens you uplift each other you I mean I'm not going to tell you it's perfect because we have our days mm-hmm. but we know to come back together because it's time to keep on going on the journey and, and it's so important for that. Mm-hmm. I really, really, whatever, relationships in general, whether it's friendships or partnerships, and that is what I love, is that it is a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yes. When one is down, the other one has to be there for them. The next thing, if I'm down, he has to be there for me. And we there's days where we're both not in a good place, and it can get a little intense, but at the same time, the solution is also super intense in a good way. Mm. So I'm like, oh, like just having that deep conversation and bringing the good in each other. Mm. I think we have it as friendships. We have it as, as, you know, as women, that is what we crave is how can I sit down with you and tell you, you know what, I want to bring something up and I need to talk to you about it and not have that fear of no, pues ni modo, pues si ella no sabe, pues ni modo. It's no, vamos a arreglarlo. Like, let's talk about it. Because that's a genuine friendship. It's not always 100%. But when I need to bring something up to you, it needs to be both ways. Whether it's good or bad, that you can be open to receive the message. You don't have to take it. Just be open to listen to it. And then if it works for you, great. And if it doesn't, no. Pero de tener ese respeto de una al otra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This just reminded me, like, I know, I think it was a year, right before you left to Dubai... I think like this has probably been about a year and a half. I remember I was going through like a situation and I, and I remember reaching out to you, Nancy, and you were giving me just so much advice. And I was like, why didn't I do this before? And I was like, yes, like we know each other. And but sometimes we go on in our, in our regular mundane, you know, day-to-day tasks. And I say this just to remind us here as sisters, but also as anyone lis- to all of our listeners that when you're feeling that, it's like, okay, sometimes the solution is so simple. And it's like, I just have to call a confidence catalyst. I need some confidence here. You know, or whatever it is, you know, who, whomever you feel comfortable in talking to, that there is a solution and that you don't have to journey this life by yourself. And even if you are yearning, you're craving new friendships or you want to rebuild those relationships that you have, that it's never too late. It, it's never too late, I believe. I agree. Yeah. And I that, agree. that's like a whole nother podcast. That's on a whole nother episode. How <laughs> to um, form or how to rekindle or how to, like, if you had a relationship that's been broken, 
how do you bring it back in an authentic way? Yes. Because that's really hard. I know there's one in particular that makes my heart hurt every time I think about it. And I would love for this to happen and it will come. I just, it that's hard. And that's a yeah. whole different episode yes. for sure for yes. those friendships. Um, or relationships that just didn't go as you thought and you left on bad terms. Yes. Oh, and we can look at it as a, a healing term because when we think of it as bad, it's like that relationship was bad. I believe, you know, energy and words are so powerful. Maybe that was an experience to grow from too. So this experience versus putting a label like that was a bad situation and again, this is just me and my two cents. Unsolicited. Unsolicited advice. Like always. Like always. Here's the, here's the mom. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. I. It is about shifting your language. Yeah. So yes. if it was a relationship that, that at that moment wasn't right or they needed extra love yeah at that that moment yeah because in the future it's going to come together right so oh man this is so many memories and so many so many examples that we can bring but so that reminds me let's go into our segment our corazón a corazón segment where we are going to give some tips and advice and some tools um, on how do we, how can you celebrate other women? Like we've been talking about it, but how, what are some tactful things that you can say, yes, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to call this person or whatever it is. So let's take a quick break. We're going to get some water because there's a lot of energy in this room (laughs) and we will come back. So we're back from our break. We had some arguments and a lot of laughter. I seriously, it's been like a five minute break and a lot happened. Like always. We had the mom correcting me on the words I'm saying. Of course. You know, but she's, but she has a great tip. So yes, Yes, she's got a great tip. We got to figure it out. So we're going to do the Corazón a Corazón segment on how do you celebrate women? A lot of people are probably asking themselves, okay, yeah, you guys have formed this beautiful friendship amongst each other and you guys have years of practice of doing this, but we're going to give some really practical, something small, but big at the same time. Yes. Right. So how do you celebrate other women? So I will give my tip, and I think for me it's it's gifts, gift giving. And I don't mean actual gifts. It can be if you like, but for me it's being able to, when you're feeling down or when you're feeling like, ah, oh, reach out to somebody that you remember. Maybe somebody pops up on Facebook or on social media, something that just share a message with them that really that you look at them and you say, oh, my gosh, that was really amazing. But a genuine, that's the key. Don't just start sending messages out like left and right, but because that you know it doesn't feel right. But at least you see a hundred exactly people. <laughs> same message. You're like, uh, oh, I got that message. <laughs> Not heartfelt. You know, a personalized message for somebody and make it a habit once a week. Once a week, send somebody a message or gift them something if you're in the same city or whatever it is. But make somebody feel special. Like give them that gift of value. Like they're worth it. They're worthy. And I think that will be my, that's my tip for for the listeners. My tip, I think, is to celebrate other women. So I have recently, um, and the last couple of 
I mean, this year, 2018 for me was like really celebrating other women and uh, reaching out to them and saying, congratulations, I really admire what you're doing. And it's easy just to scroll down and scroll and see people's accomplishments and never never yes comment on it and it's not even about social media it's not about the likes it's not about the comments but it's reaching out giving them the dm the direct message yes. or a text or a call and say hey i saw this i'm so happy for you let's go celebrate let's go have some drinks let's go for dinner let's go for coffee i don't know you but that is so awesome yes. and i and i do i want to because I genuinely am so happy to see other women rising and other women accomplishing. (laughs) (laughs) My mouth just farted into the microphone. Yeah. (laughs) So that's Uh, good. Other women just rising and, and accomplishing great things. And again, it doesn't have to be that they have to get that master's or they have to start their own business. It's, it can be small little things that they thought was was worthy enough or they were excited about to, to tell other people what they're doing and recognize them. So take them out for coffee, take them out for some drinks, make sure you get a DD um, <laughs> and have a good time. Yes. Have a good time getting to know other women. Awesome. And I would say for my tip is going into no judgment zone. I think it's so easy to judge, criticize other women. You're like, oh, what did they do? Or I can't believe they're doing that. Whatever it is, lay low on those judgments and ask yourself again, why why am I judging? What's going on internally with me that's causing me to judge? Because it's so much easier to point the finger at other people. And we don't know their story. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know what they've been through. If it's something that um, may seem like a painful situation, reaching out to them personally and saying, I see you and I know that you can count on my prayers and support and not shying away from that versus like, oh, look at what she did. If, you know, maybe in, in everyone else's eye, it's like, oh, look at what she did. You know, she got pregnant or she got married or she didn't divorce. She's divorced. Thank you. Like there could just be so many, so many scenarios. So really, really being mindful of not judging someone else and in really honoring that person, because we, again, we don't know what they've been through. We haven't walked through their shoes. So sending them that love and light genuinely, no judging. And then also when a woman is doing good, like we talked about, we celebrate them and not, again, not going into that judgment zone, like, oh, what are they doing to get to that point? Yeah. And it's, oh my goodness, like this just feels like <laughs> there's just so much around it, but it's really just honoring every woman wherever they're at in their life. Not one woman is better than the other, but that we are all this beautiful gift, that we are this beautiful gift from love, light, source, God. And that we all have our journey, we all have our pain, we all have our suffering, our tears, and our sweat. But also all of that has made us who we are as women today. Yes. That's beautiful. And in honor of Nancy's tip, she said to um, give. And Marisela and I are going to give her something. It's her birthday month. And so we really wanted to celebrate her birthday by giving her um, 
our soul and our heart. <laughs> and corazón. Yeah. So we're going to give her three, three, three words. words that describe her. Yes. Um, and so that's what we're going to give to her. This is her birthday gift. Yes. If I have not told you this enough... I'm going to tell you them in three words. <laughs> but we wanted to do this live. We wanted to to show you what it is. These are the conversations we have. And some people are, are thinking, may think, that's so fluffy. But it's not. This is how raw we are with each yes. other. These are the conversations we have with each other. So I'm going to tell you three words that describe you. Yes. Do you want to start, Mari? Adelante. Comandante. Adelante como el comandante. Again, she's correcting me how I think me. Her life story. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. So, number one, I think that you are extremely go-getter. That's a, that's a hyper or a, a dashed, hyphenated word. Um, you're a go-getter. I, since we were little, since junior high, <laughs> you always had the best grades. You always wanted to be the top in your class and you wanted to have your A game at all times. And even in the darkest moments, you were still a go-getter. So for me, I always look at that and say, oh my gosh, no importa qué está pasando con Nancy, siempre sale adelante, siempre. My word is confidence. And I know that you you are the confidence catalyst, like you embrace it at its finest. But I can also say when you were younger, you had this sense of confidence. Maybe maybe unknowingly had you yeah. accepted it, but you helped me build my confidence. Like I remember when we did BPA Business Professionals of America, we competed nationally or even locally. Like you always helped me like I went and I was on a team <laughs> that I was not prepared for but you're like oh Maddie you can do it you can do it and I was like I really can't you're like oh yes you can and you helped me get through that that's one that's one but I always saw that within you like like Miguel I was talking about you know your education but even as a relationship you're like Maddie you got this look at this and you always help build my self-esteem so Ever, that was since we were young, and that's yeah. why I was so drawn to you, because you helped uplift me and build my confidence. So confidence at its core, yeah. even maybe when you weren't super, without, knowing, without it. knowing it. But for me, I, I've always thought about Nancy as being this very confident woman. Ah, yahua. <laughs> <laughs> bring it, bring it, more, more. <laughs> so awesome. another word to describe you is happy. Every time we're with you, it's this laugh that you have. You, you laugh for everything. 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 This is Even very <laughs> true. Anybody that knows you, it's true. You it's and true. every time I hang out with you, I feel you're very. It's very contagious. I want to laugh at the way the way you laugh at things for anything. Like somebody walks into the room and you're laughing. You're not necessarily laughing at them. You're just like you find joy in any little thing. This is true. And sometimes I think I'm a little too serious, you know, and when I hang out with you, I feel that I just want to laugh. 
I just want to laugh. It's very contagious. So thank you for bringing so much laughter into our lives. Aww. Mm. I Aww. like that. <laughs> <laughs> she's, trying to, she's trying to buy time. She's like, mm, que bonito habla. <laughs> what, sh- what else should I say? <laughs> you did take one of my words, but it's okay. I, I can go with the flow. <laughs> like, I'm good like that. I'm good like that. <laughs> the other word is like, is genuine. Like, you're just very genuine. You say it the way it is. <laughs> with me. Yeah. That's, how, that's how I felt our relationship has been very genuine. And there's been things that we've talked about, Nancy, that... Oh, goodness. There are conversations that maybe other people wouldn't want to have with yeah. other people. But, like, we've just had those conversations. And we've had many parallels in our lifetime, too. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is what I'm experiencing. Even some things where I felt super embarrassed. Like, I feel embarrassed that at this age, this is where I'm at. Or this is what's happening. Or this yeah. is what happened. Yes. And you've been genuine enough to say, it's okay. I went through it, or I'm going through it, or we're going to get through it together. Yeah. And it feels so liberating. So I, I can even add, like, two words. It's like this genuine part of who you are. You you share, you share, show up. And when we went to California a couple of years ago for the Millionaire Mindset, you showed up. Oh, and then another conference we went to. But the way you showed up, people were gravitating towards you. And it was just that genuine person who you were you know, the entire time, yeah. but also translating that into our relationship. So thank you for being so genuine. <laughs> like I, I really admire that yeah. because that, that's what we, what I desire yes. in a relationship. And that is what has happened is being genuine with each other. Even when it was painful. Yes. You're like, Mari, okay, let's look at this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to run. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I think these are the gifts that are just so, these are friendships. This is how a friendship is, is developed to a deeper state for all the women that are out there that have a lot of friends or that want it, that they, they crave that deeper sense of, I want more. To be able to, this is a perfect tip to just be able to sit down and say, what do we admire about each other? What is it that attracts us to each other? And it may be a point of awareness that you're like, ooh, if we cannot find anything that we love about each other, mm-hmm. then then there's, there's a problem. We need to fix something here. Mm-hmm. We need to think about what we're doing. But thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the, the words of encouragement, which just, you can feel it's it's nice to be able to see how do other people see me. So that's great. Okay, so my last word is you're committed. And you're committed in everything that you do in life. Especially because we're talking about friendships. You're so committed to this relationship. Yes. So committed. Again, it hasn't been pretty. We've had some disagreements and some pretty strong disagreements. Yes, we have. <laughs> but you're so committed to to this friendship in a way that I don't I don't know. I, I don't I've never had this commitment with somebody else. He's like, oh my god. I know besides your husband. I mean, yeah, I'm like, yes, I committed myself to spend the rest of my life with him. Um, but 
I think just you're so committed to this relationship. And I think you do that with other relationships that you have with other friendships. You're committed to your work. You're committed to yourself. I've seen some things that you've done um, to say, I need to develop this skill or I need to, I need to learn something and you're so committed to it. And so, um, I just love it. I, I love your commitment to anything you put yourself to, to do. Thank you. Aww. 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 Que bonita. Que bonita. The other word was loving. Like, you're loving in your way, but it's this beautiful way that you show your love. Like Micaela said, through the commitment, through the laughter part, but the love that you have, and, like, you've shown it to us yeah. with some of the things, like, through the CD that you created or the letters that you have written us. Yes, yes. There's this, the way that your love is, it's just, for me, I describe it as full. It's like this full circle, like... You are loving you. When I think of Nancy, I think of love. Yeah. And maybe now even more like with the, the your relationship that you yes. have. Like I've seen that flourish from like, <laughs> hey, here's my number. <laughs> we can talk about that in a yeah. different one. But to like where it's transformed yes. at this moment. And there's yes. so much more that, oh my gosh, that is ahead of the, the journey. Yes. But... That is why I truly, like, when I think of Nancy, that's one thing that comes up to me. Like, she's very loving in her own way. Even though you tease me and you make so much fun of me, like, no other, like, no one else's business. It doesn't matter what I do. If I'm eating, sleeping, whatever I'm doing. That's my form of love. I know. And and I've learned to accept it. I've learned to accept it. But that's, like, my, I, I can feel, like, that genuine love. So, and then you always, you have always been there for me. Yes. And I appreciate you so, so, so very much. You've been there for me, for Alex, for Micaela, for all of us. Um, and this gift of life that you are, that spirit that you have. Yeah. It's so beautiful. The moment you walk in, the party starts. <laughs> The moment you walk in, the party starts. And You're like, let's get started. Exactly. Like, Nancy's going to be here. Oh, yeah. We're going to have fun. <laughs> We're going to have fun. So you have this beautiful... That, again, that loving spirit is so full. It encompasses, I feel like, everything that we said, but it's just... Thank you. And you know, the key to this is also being able to receive. Mm-hmm. So if it's your turn, like for me, it is being able to open your heart and allow that to receive because it kind of feels, when you're not used to receiving, it does feel like, okay, yeah, pues, yeah, con una, yeah, we're good. But it was like, no, we said three. Mm-hmm. And it's being able to open your heart to receive those compliments and let them land without wanting to turn around and say, well, you know what, you too, because remember this one time? No, it's like allowing it to sink in and really be able to like accept it and let it sink in your heart. So thank you, ladies, for having me. It was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun. And I hope people can hear all the amazingness. There's so many golden nuggets in this recording that it's like if people pick it up, they're going to be able to realize that they can have anything that they want, especially in regards to relationships. Okay, so we had a lot of fun, too. This is a lot of fun. Again, we always have fun with Nancy. So thank you for being on our show. We were so excited when we created the podcast. We immediately put you down as one of the people we were going to interview. And it 
so happened to be we really wanted to interview you to tell to talk more about what you do and what what is a confidence catalyst and what is your business um and spirit just works and it came to be that we were celebrating each other's friendship so yes. i think it's beautiful in the future we will re- we will interview you to yes. talk a little bit more about what you do so if people though if people do want to look you up and they yes. loved her energy they loved her laughter, <laughs> her laughter they loved everything about uh nancy uh, where can we find you? And we'll put all of your social media stuff on our show notes. So. Okay, perfect. I'm mostly on Instagram. And on that one, it's the underscore confidence underscore catalyst. So that's usually where I'll post and get a lot more tips. So if they want more tips on confidence, that's typically where where they'll find me. Okay, cool. So we'll put all of your the show notes um, in this episode. So you can find Nancy Follow her. Again, it's not about the following, but <laughs> but she has some really good tips. She does. She shares, and I love watching her, her IG stories because you can know where she's at, what she's doing, who yes. she's meeting, who she's making fun of. Usually <laughs> it's also Matthew. true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so that's it. That's it of episode number six of Las Manas podcast. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful rest of the month, and we will be back soon. And again, thank you, everyone, for supporting this podcast. This project has been an amazing journey thus far. And that's it. Thank you guys thank for having you. me. It was great. It love was definitely you. great. We love you too. I love you. Aww, I love you. Thank you. Yo también te quiero. Yo también. Qué romántica. All right, que sacar el mariachi. Necesitamos sentirnos llenos